Sarah Karina here and happy Blessed Tuesday! So today is a brand new week and I hope and pray that you are doing awesome and awesome as a true word for Christ and as a true disciple of Christ every day that God blesses you with. And it's not easy. We always have to keep on fighting, fighting, and fighting the good fight. Not with violence, but with the love and power in the name of Jesus Christ and with God. And with the blessing of the Mary, the Holy Spirit, you got, you got all the weaponry that you need to fight against all the battles of the enemy himself. The enemy will never stop, okay? That's one thing we have to fully accept that the battle will never end until we are done, until we are completely being called home back to God. And that's a day that we don't know the moment, the hour, the minute. So we have to constantly be accountable to ourselves that we are ready. We are ready. We are ready. We are ready to face God. And you're like, God, I did not waste my time that you've given me. And I've maximized all my time that you've given me. No fail. We have to boldly say that in front of God face to face. Therefore, I highly recommend the exercise in person face to face like face-to-face -face confession, it's the best way to really be ready to be in front of our Lord Jesus and God our Father. Because you have to enable yourself to not be ashamed of what you've done and the sins you've committed. And honestly, it takes time. I know a lot of us are like, I want the screen. I'm like, obviously, yeah. But you got to go outside of your comfort zone. You have to not be afraid to just go in front of Jesus Christ and not be ashamed of what you've done. Because either way though, again, it's that battle for fighting to become more what? Sanctified. So through confession, we enable ourselves to become more sanctified and more purified in the eyes of God. So while you still have the chance, do it here on earth. Don't wait till the last breath. Don't wait till the last moment where you're just out of luck. And it's like, okay, um, I should have really maximized my life. Like, well, that's why I realize that now, my friends. Don't waste time. Don't wait till the last moment when you, you're really like squeezing the all the time you've got left. Don't, don't wait till that. Just embrace the moment of now. And always keep yourself accountable and your brother and sister in Christ around you accountable to grow closer to Christ and to not be afraid to just be who God call is calling you to be, right? And that's something we have to keep on saying yes to, our unconditional yes. That's the key word, unconditional, because a lot of us are just like, yes, I believe in God. Yes, I believe in Jesus. Yes, I love God. But when challenging relations rise to the surface, it's like, God, where are you? God, why are you doing this to me? God, why do I feel this way? God, why do I, why'd you take this away from me? Like, right? And we tend to just, what, practice that, our faith, only when it's convenient. And that's a big trap that a lot of us tend to fall into. Like, especially when there's restrictions, God knows if a lot of people have just chosen to be content with not going to physical mass because of the inconvenience that we have to put up with. So fighting the good fight falls under the umbrella of booking your tickets early, fighting for tickets, trying to go to church in person, right? 
So please, my friends, my true words of Christ, do not fall into that trap of being in your comfort zone. Being called to minister for God's glory and kingdom is to be called for greatness and is being called to keep on fighting every battle non-stop. That's what it is. The battle is not supposed to be like, oh, okay, it's over. Like, no, that's not supposed to be. We're constantly always being called to just be victorious in every opportunity that God permits in our lives, right? So I'm a true word for Christ. As I would love to say before my podcast and all my videos, let's get so started. my true words of Christ, I want to ask you the question, what is the excellence of devotion? What is the first thing that comes to your mind, my friends, when it comes to devotion? At least the word devotion in itself. Q win Jeopardy song. I'm just kidding. Going back. The first thing that comes to my mind when it comes to devotion and the word devotion, the first word that will pop in my mind, given the circumstance that you're in the right state of mind, you're not exhausted from work, just... You know, having a regular dialogue conversation would be perseverance. At least for me personally. Because when it comes to devotion, you have to be able to have that right mindset. To know that devotion comes with good times, bad, hardships, tough times, victorious times. And especially leading that to our Lord Jesus and leading that to our Blessed Mother Mary and leading that to God comes with perseverance and loyalty. And honestly, being living the devout life is very sweet. It's very sweet because you have that right focus, that right aim. And from that point on, you will feel the sense of love and happiness in return. Yes, it will not come easy, I know. Probably like, what is she talking about? Well, comes with God's time. Perseverance comes with God's time. Growing in virtue comes with God's time. Growing closer to God comes with time. But it begins with you giving your unconditional yes. Always, 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 always. That I always love to emphasize in all my podcasts and all my videos. Your unconditional yes is the beginning of journeying closer to Christ, of journeying to Christ and becoming sanctified in front of God's eyes, right? Because the worldviews of a devout life is like denying themselves of the sensual indulgence. What I mean by that is like denying yourself of the good things of life. That's how the world views it as living the devout life. But what the world doesn't see is the heart of devotion that makes all sacrifices pleasant and easy. Probably what you're talking about. Well, to paraphrase it, it's not the world doesn't see that living a devout life makes your life so much easier. Especially when you have our Lord Jesus Christ. And having that devout life to her blessed mother Mary. She bestows you graces of endurance, perseverance, virtues, patience, humility, 
right? And when you have those virtues, hardcore, solid rock, you will be able to have a clear mindset of how to live your life, to make the right decisions at a specific time in your life. Not making the wrong decisions and then facing the consequences for those wrong decisions, right? The world doesn't see it like that. But then again, the world refuses to see the truth, which is what it, what, that, which is what we are called to do, to proclaim the truth out there. That's our Christian duty. We are called, each and every one of us, as true disciples of Christ, as true individuals of God, to just put the truth out there. Yes, we have to be ready against persecution. We have to be. But that's our call. Jesus was persecuted for just saying the truth as literally he was an innocent man. He healed the sick. He cast out demons. And yet, he still got persecuted. So, which brings down to us. When it comes to us facing persecution, we have to not be afraid. We have to increase our devotion even more. Even more. And that calls for us to be better. We cannot let our pride get in the way when it comes to persecution, remember my friends. So that's why devotion, it's a real spiritual sweetness. The fruits will bear over time. Don't expect the fruits to just come out now. Like if you actually think about it, when you go out there, like an apple tree or grapes or any of your favorite fruits, if you realize it, the fruit doesn't come out like poof, like abracadabra. No. The fruits are coming out. The fruits come out in time, right? So everything comes with time. But you still have to do your part to either water your plant to grow or, do, or nourishing that, right? So we have to nourish ourselves with the right things of this world the right things, which are spending quiet time with Christ. That is how we nurture our faith. We don't just have faith by just like, okay, tick-tock, God, like chop-chop, where, where are you? No, we have to nurture ourselves by educating ourselves, expanding our knowledge, reading up on different spiritual books. Read books written by the saints, like St. Francis de Sales, oh! so good so good highly recommend to read books by saint francis sales saint louis de montfort the imitation of christ by thomas compass the knowledge of wisdom is there especially the scripture not to forget right so you have to be able to choose to nourish your faith every day and nurture it every day because in order for you have in order for you to become more devout you got to be able to choose to nourish it and to nurture it every day by first spending time with god with christ or blessed mother mary the saints and then allowing yourself to not be ignorant when it comes to living a devout life. Because the, living a devout life and devotion 
takes away all, all the bitterness from mortification. Bitterness from mortification. Because when you go through trial and tribulations, at first, you'll react like, why are you punishing me, God? Like, why are you taking away things from me? No, you shouldn't be even having those thoughts. But when you nurture and when you nourish your faith, your reaction will be completely different. You'll just be like, let your will be done, not mine. If you permitted this, let it be done. According to your will and according to your time. And you'll just embrace it peacefully, humbly, with no complaints. But if you don't nurture your faith by living a devout life, then you'll be so frail and so at the verge of giving up on your faith. Because why? You didn't educate yourself. You didn't expand your knowledge about living a devout life, about following the way of Christ. The saints have really set the footprints for us to follow the right pathway to God. We have all the resources we, we need in our life. The scripture and the saints writing their books. St. Catherine of Siena. Oh, that's another hardcore. So that's what I'm saying. We have, the, we have everything we need to follow the way of God. We have examples of the saints to pave the way for us to become closer to Christ. It's just a matter of you allowing yourself to be willing to be more docile, to learn more, right? So living it about life prevents consolations from disagreeing with the soul. What I mean by that is that those consolations that you get from God, right? You submit yourself to those consolations from God and not allowing your own selfish desires to disagree with that and to resist it because a lot of the times we think we know what we want we think we know what we're doing we think we're following the way of God but sometimes we deceive ourselves thinking that oh it's the way of God but then God will really show you in due time that like you followed your own desires, my friend, my son, my daughter. And then we end up facing the consequences. Those times of restless nights. Those times thinking, I could have, but I sh what should I do? And then thinking you might want to like take back that time that you've had right in front of your eyes. Don't allow yourself to be in that time, that time of regret. Because why? The past stays in the past. The enemy traps you in the past. And that's the biggest trap of the enemy, the biggest obstacle from allowing ourselves 
be one step closer to God. Do not be entertained by the enemy. Ignore the enemy. Because as I said before in my previous podcast, we got to constantly run that race. The enemy will constantly tease you on the sidelines of distractions, of your weakness, what you've done in the past that you should have done. No. You make the moment of now your opportunity for greatness, for God. You take the moment of now. Keep looking forward. Keep on trying. And keep on allowing yourself to just not be afraid. Because fear, insecurities, doubts, those are big obstacles of, of human beings every day, every day. And it conflicts with our decision makings. Not allowing us to think properly. Not allowing us to be 100% whole with ourselves. It is what it is. But take every victory that you have as a way to build God's kingdom. Every victory counts. Every victory counts. So when you resist a temptation, whether major or minor, it counts. Temptations, whether minor or major, it still adds up to the obstacles preventing us from sanctification. So that's why we have to think about the Jacob's Ladder. It's the true devotion it's the true picture of a devout life. Jacob's ladder. You got two poles. Right? You got steps. Right? The first pole is the types of prayer. And the second pole is the sacraments. And then the steps are the degree of love, which go on each virtue. So types of prayer, rosary, novenas, divine mercy chaplet, other chaplets, having that one-on-one -on -one conversation with God, singing, praise and worshiping, those are all types of prayers. God can see your true intentions from your heart when you say your prayer. God can see how much pain you're going through when you pray to God. God can see how much you're really desiring for this specific prayer that you're fervently praying for in your life. God can see everything. So no matter where you are in your life right now, God has something in store for you. All you have to do is just allow yourself to let God take you there. Which does take time for us to humble ourselves to let God take over. Maybe some is easier more than others. But it becomes easier through 
by Blessed Mother Mary. She's the one that really gives you the strength and the grace to face every battle, to face every painful moment in your life with grace, with happiness, with joy, with perseverance, everything. Run to her. You will be able to increase your endurance with every temptation with full victory. And each step you go on that Jacob's Ladder, it will be hard at first, but will become easier. But, however, be very mindful of the enemy trying to fight harder against you. The spiritual battle is real, my friends. The spiritual warfare is very real. So when you suddenly make a huge transition in your life to pray more, to pray the rosary more, just know the enemy is just fired up within his heart, his mind, to just target you, to make you stop while it's still in the beginning stages. Because why? The rosary is such a powerful weapon. And anyone, anybody, who's fervently praying the rosary every day and fervently spreading the rosary to anyone is a bullseye target and will be constantly attacked every way possible. But don't despair, my friends. Don't despair, matures of Christ. Our Blessed Mother Mary is right there with you. The more you promote the rosary to anybody, the more you will have the graces to fight that spiritual battle easier, way easier than you think. So do not despair. Living a devout life frees you from slavery of the world, frees you from the slavery of sin and temptation. Living a life full of devotion to Our Lady is well worth it to the end. Living a devotion to Jesus Christ, Sacred Heart, His most precious blood, God our Father, would never be wasted. Every effort you make, every sweat bead you work for our Lord, treat it as if you're getting paid. Even if it's volunteer work for God, put every effort to it. If you begin a ministry, find every way possible to be fervently devoted, devoted to that ministry, even if it calls for sacrifice of your worldly life. Yes, it will be painful because it will make you realize like, oh, I don't get to go out as much. Well, wake up. The graces will abound. You will get everything you need. You will still have fun. That's what it is. When, it, when you're being called for greatness, it calls for sacrifice to live a devout life. 
but the graces will be well worth it. At first, it will be a struggle because you're constantly having that tug of war, choosing which side, the world side, God's side. World side, God's side, well, yeah. But you know which side to choose. I don't need to tell you. Always choose God. Always choose God. And you will see how every moment that you persevered will be rewarded. No fail. God sees everything, every effort you make, every lazy moment you make. God sees that. Nothing is left unseen in the eyes of God. Remember that, my friends. Your thoughts, your words, any thought before you even commit sin, he sees that too. So always be accountable to, to yourself, but don't be too hard on yourself. Because again, that's extreme. Everything in moderation. Know what your common, common, common temptations are. So you know how to ignore the enemy. He just loves to deceive us. That's all he loves to do. He doesn't force us to sin. No. He just like, what's this in there? And be like, yeah. Come on over here. <laughs> Dumb enemy. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it is. And then it's either we fall for that or we choose to be like, no, not today. Leave me alone. Get out of my face. I got our lady with me, so psh. Yeah. And you can. You can resist as a true word for Christ should. Don't be afraid. Persecution is always going to be around you. But you always choose Christ's way. And that is how it should be. And don't ever think that you're unworthy. Because God loves you. So, with that said, and as I will say in all my podcasts and all my videos, don't be afraid to be true warriors of Christ. Bye! Bye.